Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Femme. Hello, welcome back to Locatora Radio. Welcome back, welcome back. This is Mala. And this is Diosa. And we are Las Locatoras of Locatora Radio, coming to you once again from Radio Espacio in Boyle Heights. Thank you for tuning in to another capítulo. Thank you for tuning in to Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela where we archive the brilliance, legacies, and geniuses of women and femmes of color. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And today we have another amazing, beautiful, talented, incredible, special guest 
with us. We're going to introduce her in a second. We're going to have Diosa read her bio for us. Yes. Yeah, so today we have a little different format. We're going to do a little mini capítulo, a mini soda. And we're so excited to have Jackie Priego on the show. She's the writer, creator, and co-director of the web series Pink Slip, which just premiered. So we have the exclusive interview for our Locamores. We're so excited. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so glad we could catch you while you're here in L.A. Yeah, um, originally from Chicago, the Windy City, so it's a kind of a ways away from home, but you all make me feel right at home here in L.A. Aww. Yes. So, can you tell us what you're doing out here in L.A.? What brings you <laughs> to the West Coast? Yes. Definitely. I came out to L.A. because I'm ready to make some dreams happen. I wrote a um, web series about four years ago, and that manifested itself into a full-fledged five-episode web series that premiered here in L.A. before um, launching on the website worldwide. Um, you can catch the show at pinkslipped.org, and um, I'm just ready to, to see where this dream takes me next. And Jackie, so um, I've been following a little bit Pink Slipped on the Instagram, mm-hmm. but for those uh, who haven't seen mm-hmm. the clips, yeah. been introduced to some of the characters, can you tell us a little bit more about Pink Slipped? For sure. So Pink Slip follows the lives of three best friends, Jacqueline, Elena, and Rosie, um, who are all in their early 30s, single, um, and all on the verge of losing their jobs. Something I think that a lot of us can find very relatable. (laughs) A lot of millennial Latinas. A lot of us millennial Latinas. And um, they work in different sectors. Uh, One of the characters works in the nonprofit space. Another works works for a publishing house, for a magazine. Magazine. And the third is kind of like a question. You, it's a mystery where she works, and you have to tune in to see why. <laughs> That's definitely relatable. Very relatable. <laughs> we have been in the nonprofit sector for a long time, we have, and I. We have friends in, in media yes. and in journalism, publishing. Yeah, definitely relatable. And all of those areas can be rocky, yep. employment-wise, yes. low, pay, low pay, high stress. Overworked, lots yes. of hours, no overtime. Yes, there's a lot of vicarious trauma that goes along with working at a nonprofit. I can yes. attest yes. to that. So can I. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we all can. We all can. We've all talked about our trauma, yes. our multiple traumas uh, here lot, on this pod. A lot of our listeners also work in the nonprofit sector. Oh, yeah. We've talked about how Latinas really get funneled into that, yep. that world. Yep. Definitely. And the show, what I really wanted to touch upon with the show in an entertaining way, right, is to talk about power. So, so often when it comes to Latino content in the big screen or even the small screen, it's relegated to stereotypes. Mm. And for this, I didn't want it to be about uh, race or gender. So Latinos versus whites or men versus women. I really wanted to make it about power. So if you watch the show, you'll see that um, Jacqueline works at a, a women's empowerment nonprofit, Uh-oh. and it is her female boss who you would think that's going to empower her that really stabs her in the back. And then right. for Elena, she works for the publishing house, right, media, and you would think that the Latino owner-CEO has Latinos backs when instead you find out he really doesn't. So... It really is about power, who has it, who doesn't have it, how it's wielded. And you even see that the lead characters are pretty flawed um, 
too. So you just have to tune into the show to see like how things go down for these for these women. Yeah, those power dynamics at play, especially in the workplace. Especially like in the quote like social justice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pillar mm-hmm. nonprofit where it's all about like empowering the community and working with underserved individuals. Quotes and quotes. But then like don't pay their employees like a livable wage. Right. Yeah, it's all about the commodification of charitable giving, right? Right, right. the tax write-off. The, the nonprofit industrial yeah. complex. Yeah, like really just <laughs> yes. like fulfilling quotas for the grant that you received, but not actually giving oh, a yeah. fuck. I mean, we, I mean, we sound a little salty. <laughs> we sound a little salty. It's true. Maybe from personal it's experience. True. Maybe from field notes. Who knows? You know what I mean? You, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. You we might have had stressful female bosses. I have, may have <laughs> also had a very uh, horrible experience uh, working in a nonprofit with all women. So. I, I may have had a horrible experience with the one Latino supervisor I've ever had mm. in my life. The one man. Mm. Never again. <laughs> Never right. again. I do not like having men as bosses. I don't like it. I don't like men as supervisors. And Latinos, no thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about it. Right. Don't be sorry. I've had Latino women bosses and been like, cool. Mm -hmm. I have not. (laughs) Well, I experienced, I mean, not not to go off topic, we can literally talk about this in another episode. But I experienced so much femphobia in my last place of employment. You did. Like, so many people, so many of the women would make comments like, Oh, siempre andas bien arreglada. Well, yes, I'm coming to work, y'all. Like, you want me to come, like, sin peinarme, like, with, like, sweats on? Like, yeah, but, like, the way I would present myself was, like, offensive to them, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And I was, like, you know, the, the young one that, like, graduated from, like, college and this was like my first job and then I ended up dating my very cute co-worker like Hi. so oh many reasons to hate me so many <laughs> we talked about this I, I right. started my cute new little job and like I'm like one of the youngest people mm. with one of like with like a like a director level position and I'm like the youngest one in the room I mean yeah of dire- like program directors department directors and I'm like one of the only people of color. Right. Oh, wow. So already. So already young and a Latina. And like people have actually asked me like, oh, so what is this job going to be like for you being a young Latina teacher? Like they've asked, I didn't even bring it up. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is noticeable to people. And like how I can't accept certain favors Mm -hmm. or like cute gesture gestures, even from like, especially from other male staff. Like if they want to do something nice, I have to say no, thank you. Cause I already know already the positionality. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. And then it, it's it, it's going to be blamed. You're going to be blamed for it. Yep. Not, not the men mm-hmm. that are offering to maybe give you a ride to, like, the other side of campus. Exactly. Right? <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, you if know. If someone wanted to, to offer me a ride on the carrito across you have, campus. You would have to say no. Now I do. Already, <laughs> so I already said yes. I, I already said yes. <laughs> In the future. In the future. Anyway, Anyways, anyway, going back. Going back. We can yeah. go off to the workplace. <laughs> yes. so, and the other thing that I like that yep. you brought up was on the verge of losing your job. Speaking right. of jobs. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the show focuses on three things um, that I feel are very pertinent to what's happening to Latinas in the workplace right now. Because it was a shock to me four years ago coming into the space, or five years ago, and learning that Latinas make 54 cents to a white male's dollar, it's and bad. we're at the very bottom of the pay hierarchy, right? right? So it's white men, Asian women, white women, African American, Native American, what Latinas at the very bottom. And then I just learned this weekend that you all, Angelinas, 
over here from Los Angeles make even less. You all I are like 46 yeah. cents. That makes sense. And um, it, it was mind-blowing. So I focused on what I thought or considered to be three big issues that affect our populations. And it's tokenism, equal pay, and immigration. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, and that statistic too about Latinas making less money. Yes. I mean, I, you know, working in, I mean, we know we oftentimes come from families where one generation removed from, uh, you know, migrant farm labor yep, and right. child labor. My dad was a child laborer. My dad, you know, mm-hmm. my grandmother worked in all these sweatshops here downtown. Mm-hmm. I was just reading an article. L.A. has I think this is directly connected. L.A. has the most sweatshops like per capita or whatever in the country. Oh, we wow. have straight up sweatshops like recognized for those conditions. Mm -hmm. My grandmother worked in those fucking sweatshops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of the reasons why statistically Latinas are positioned at the bottom of these pay hierarchies is also, you know, that's mostly our undocumented hermanas, Mm -hmm. right? Who are making so much less because they don't have the wage protection. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we see them working in sweatshops. Mm -hmm. We talk about rape on the night shift. Yep. Right. Janitors and things like that. Yes. So no, it's a hot mess. And even in the nonprofit world, yeah. all mm-hmm. my coworkers were Latinas. And were we making money? No. 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 Good no. God. No. no. And we don't move up. No. And when we raise our hands and say, you know, maybe it's time to have that kind of like discussion about where I see myself, my professional track. They're like, whoa, what are you yeah. talking mm-hmm. about? There's, you have to pay your dues. There's mm. really not a lot of, in my experience, there is not a lot of room to grow at a nonprofit because no. a lot of these directors will be in those positions for years. Yes. Lifetime um, appointment. Yeah. I mean, the director at my previous job, like the executive director, she had been in that job forever because she founded it like over 20 years probably. And she was a white woman and, like, was not necessarily in touch with the community. But, like, she's not going to retire. You nope. know, she's going to stay there and collect yep. her million-dollar check or whatever. You know, it, it's sad to say, but nonprofit salaries also are part of the public domain. If yep. you work for a nonprofit, I, I mean, I think it kind of behooves you to look up those dollars and cents before mm-hmm. you accept the job to really understand, mm-hmm. like what kind of situation you're getting yourself into. Right. Well, also, I mean, I think if we're thinking about, like, Latinas, like, first-generation Latinas, millennial Latinas, um, a lot of us are getting salaries for the first time, yep. right? So we're offered a salary that seems like a sizable amount yes. because our families have, have never been on a salary job, right? They've never made this amount of money which is not a lot it's the bare minimum but because we haven't seen it it looks like a lot of money mm-hmm. and then you see the cost of living and you see uh, all the bills that you have and the rent and the rent increases and it is everything your student collectively, loans your student so you loans. could have that job exactly and then you're yeah. like oh wait I actually don't make anything and it's I should have negotiated my weight my salary and what we see statistically is that Latina or not Latinas women in general will not um negotiate for wages right. when they're offered a, when they're offered a salary they will take it without any type of negotiation mm-hmm. and men that does not happen with men yeah and the second part to that is that we don't have the negotiation skills one because we're women right and that's just not ingrained mm-hmm. in our gender uh, or taught to us but second not socialized for, for, into it yeah. right yeah. for also being women of color that takes it even a step further and then when you do for those few women that had mentors or 
or someone to guide them and teach them those beautiful negotiation skills, they think they're so empowered and they go and they try to negotiate and they're told they're a bitch. Mm-hmm, or they're right. told, like, mm-hmm. wait your turn. Mm-hmm. But a man that could be mediocre, if he raises his hand and says, yeah, I think I'm ready for that next position, well, boom. Sure. All of a sudden you see them moving forward. And I think it's all about seeing yourself in the other person, right? So often these these organizations, corporate or nonprofit, are run by men. Mm-hmm. And um, they see their sons. They see themselves. They, you know, they went to the same fraternities. They went to the same universities. And we don't have that background. Sure, 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 sure. And so, you know, speaking of, you know, n- not being there, not having the representation, mm-hmm. so I would assume and I imagine there's not a lot of Latinx creators in right. the filmmaking, TV writing, you know. Yes. Um, so what got you to the point where you said, you know what, this is something I'm really interested in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to execute. I'm going to put this thing together. Right. It was, um, you know, I had a, an epiphany one day. I had actually a really um, traumatic experience with a, a new therapist and I ran out of that that therapy session just completely broken, trust was broken, and uh, I started journaling, and that became the most cathartic experience for me, and the more I journaled, the more I wrote about experiences that weren't unique to me, but really universal, right, to to women um, that were Latinas or not. all of a sudden it snowballed into writing a creative story uh, and then that snowballed into um, putting it into script format and fast forward four years, here we are today. Mm -hmm. But um, I think what really drove me to it was just this incessant need and passion to tell stories that I hadn't seen done before. It really is the Wild West right now when it comes to Latinx content. We see other communities really getting information, if you will, and getting their content out there. But um, the we see one be that or one day at a time. We see Vida. Um, we need more. We need so much pose. more out there. Yeah. Pose on pose. FX. There's yeah. pose. We um we also um we're the largest consumer of entertainment. Right, we are. So, it, I, you know, I love the Fast and Furious franchise, but give us more than just that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. We, we, right. Need, we, need, we need diversification when it comes to the types of contents, the types of roles. Um, the cast. Oh, the casting. All of that has to evolve, I think, um, mm-hmm. because dominant culture gets friends and then they get mm-hmm. um what, what shameless right so there's this 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 kind of like spectrum of what kind of dominant culture person you can be but when it comes to latino characters we're we're the maid we're right. the pregnant one dimensional oh completely uh so that's what i i hope that the show does and um the show just went live on the website and i have been receiving so much feedback from women reaching out and saying that's me that's me. Nice. I've never seen myself reflected in a show before, and now I do. Yeah. And um, that's it, amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a really beautiful spiritual feeling. That's amazing. Congratulations, Congratulations. on the launch. And so, so, like you said, there was a screening here in LA. Yes. You flew out for that. Um, all five episodes? All five episodes all five are episodes. live. Yes. 
And so if people want to, listeners, look, amores want to go and support Pink Slipped, watch, where can they go? Where can they find you? Where can they find the show? How can they continue to support um, your creative work? Definitely. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're all at the same handle, at Pink Slipped. So it's P-I-N-K-S-L-I-P-P-D. It's missing that last E. And then um, the shows are live on our website at www.pinkslipped.org. Um, I hope that doesn't confuse anybody with a domain <laughs> handle kind of situation. Sure, well, sure. We, will link, we can link it in the show notes. Wonderful. That's amazing. amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for talking about your show and your process and just sharing with us um, about the entertainment industry and yeah. the strides that Latinas are making in the as filmmakers and creators. Absolutely. So, Jackie Prego, thank you for being here. Go watch Pink Slipped, support. Yes. As always, you know where to find us. We're Locatora Radio. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, at Locatora underscore radio. Yes, and if you feel so moved to do so, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we love reading your reviews, and it also helps new listeners find us on their like explore page so we will catch you next time loca amores besitos besitos when are you an american express member when you travel with the american express platinum card and have access to centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide you're a member when your american express platinum card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through global dining access by resi you're a member when you arrive at live events through dedicated american express card member entrances at select venues yeah you're a member that's the powerful backing of american express learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career, 
I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.